yeah, it's just Wattpad. Hi everyone, um, welcome back to, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so too nervous for this, but welcome back to, yeah, it's just Wattpad. Um, so yeah, so today is, well actually today is 20. 20- 1st of September and I actually pre-recorded this episode because I am a busy person especially with going back to school and everything so I've decided to pre-record episodes and schedule them so I won't you guys won't have to wait that long to get a new episode not that I expect you guys to be watching a lot so today fortunately for you we're going to talk about me it's sarcasm guys it's it's sarcasm i'm being sarcastic there's nothing really important about me so yes you can skip this episode because it's not going to be that important but today we're just going to be talking about how i sort of grew on wattpad because i will not lie to you exactly eight months ago i was at 20 followers and absolutely no friends so i think how I operate on Wattpad has really changed for me and I guess I just wanted to display that to you for you guys and I'll also be talking about some of my current works uh how I do things how I manage my time and just everything about me that has to do with Wattpad and things you may have not known about me even if you're my friend um yeah I, can, I think that's just about it for today but yeah I hope you guys will enjoy First and foremost, for those who didn't know, my name is Samantha, that is my full name. I will not be telling you guys my last name because, you know, privacy reasons, but most people call me Sam, so feel free to call me whatever you want, you're comfortable with, that's my name. And for those who watched the last episode, well, not watched, I'm so sorry, but listened to the last episode, I told you guys that I joined Wattpad in February of 2018, to be specific, February 23rd. 3rd 2018 and it's been a whirlwind for me things have changed a lot for me but yeah so I think I'll start with the fact of how I got my follower account I guess so to explain around March the end of March that's when the global pandemic was getting worse and people were actually taking it seriously and that's when we all went into quarantine, right? And around that time is where I got more time to concentrate on Wattpad. The thing is, before that, I would be on Wattpad when I wasn't supposed to be. And it was really frustrating because I would be late on exams, uh, homework, and it was really dumb of me to like not put my studies first. So, yeah. But during quarantine, I had that time. So... March of 2020, I had, I think, 20 followers, and I still have the screenshot to this day, and most of those followers were people who replied to my comments on books that I read, or of just people in general uh, that decided, you know what, let's just follow her for a complete random reason. But yeah, that's just basically how it started for me, but around that time is when I decided okay back then i was really obsessed with reads so i was like how can i get myself some more reads so 
I eventually found out that were that there were some contests and awards and stuff, and I was like, "Huh, you can get followers by being award judges and stuff like that," which is what I thought was really cool. So, for those who don't know, there are a bunch of awards and contests that you can enter on Wattpad that aren't hosted by the uh, by Wattpad. They're actually hosted by users, and it's really cool. So I thought, okay, let's join one of these, and eventually I did. I joined one of those um, contests and awards, and I think in a matter of a week, I got my first 100 followers, and I thought that was absolutely crazy because I had been on Wattpad for two years and still hadn't managed to get more than 20 followers. And it was really ridiculous to me. So I was like, okay, wow, this is super cool. And I know 100 followers might not seem a lot for some people, but it was really a lot for me. And I guess that's just how it first started. So judging awards, I will tell you, it is not as easy as it seems. First off, you have to make sure you'll actually be dedicated. Because at the time, as I said, I was really obsessed with reads and followers that I didn't realize what I was doing. I entered six, one, two, three, four, five, six awards to judge. And in each of those, I had to read at least five books that had five chapters each. And if I know my math correctly, hold on. (laughs) I'm actually calculating. Five times six is 30. 30 times 5. Let's assume that I know the math, but I just had to read a lot of stuff. Sometimes of things that I didn't e- I wasn't even interested in. And that got me into a problem where I had to say no to a lot of awards because I couldn't judge anymore because I was so stressed because eventually school came back, especially with uh, like online online school came back. And that's when I was busy. I had to go to Zoom calls and stuff like that. I didn't have time for Wattpad anymore. But as I was saying, that's basically how I got my followers, which seems pretty shameful because, you know, you should be getting followers because they want to follow you, not because they have to. And, well, I guess now, I guess a lot of people are following me because they want to, because I haven't joined in awards since end April, and since then my followers have been for a different reason, which I will get into, but that's how it first started out for me, and sometimes followers would check out my works, and that's how I got my first 100k reads, and I was super grateful for it, because Her Light is one of my works that I was really proud of, so Before I continue, I just want to set out a spoiler that the next segment that I will be talking about will be about my book, Her Light, and it will include major, and I mean extremely major, I'm sorry, major um, spoilers for my book, and I don't want people to know about, I, I don't know how to explain it, I guess... I just um, want to explain my book and how the plot works, but I don't want to spoil it for people. So, as of right now, if you are currently reading Her Light, because it is an ongoing book right now, 
and you don't want any spoilers, skip the next five minutes-ish. So, like I was saying, Her Light is about Emmanuel, which is a French name, Leah Dawson, who is basically, that's my main character, guys. So, Leah, Emmanuel, L, Manu, whatever you want to call her, is my main character in Her Light, and she is my baby. She means the world to me. So, right now, first off, I'm going to read the, um, the first page of Her Light when you go on Wattpad, so I'm going to read first the epigraph. So, the epigraph is, sometimes you fall in love more than once. And then, the hypnosis is that this, what I'm about to read, <laughs> Emmanuel Dawson went through a life-experiencing loss after loss. In the process, guilt had become her best friend. But helping her through the despair was Aaron, her loyal boyfriend. He was her light, until one day her light unexpectedly transformed into a pit of darkness. Dylan Starling went through a life expecting much more than he got in return. He never had many friends, but the ones he did have were no good. Things seemed to be looking up before guilt swallowed him whole, too. He learned the hard way that losing a true love was far worse than any pain he'd ever had to endure. Ruining other people's lives wasn't the best way to deal with it, but it was the only way he knew how. Is it fate when Emmanuel and, Do- uh, and Dylan <laughs> cross paths? Will they help each other discover a new light, one much brighter than they ever expected? Or will their past be too much of a burden, dragging them into the pits of yesterday? Oh my gosh, I'm sorry for the cringiness of that, but that is the hypnosis of her light. And there's a disclaimer of self-harm, depression, sexual abuse, LGBT characters, and more. So, her light was, as most of you know... (sighs) Uh, before named Rebounding with Bad, but now that's the name. And uh, Her Light, I will go straight into the plot. Her Light is about Emmanuel and her boyfriend, Aaron. Now, what the readers currently don't know, spoiler right now, is that Aaron is abusive. Now, that chapter has been re- released, but for those who haven't read it, that's what's coming. Aaron is an abusive boyfriend, and there are no excuses for such thing, but it's mostly because of the effect his once abusive father had him on it and on his mother. Now, Aaron's father left around at the time he was 11, 12, and then he came back into his life recently. And recently, that means during Emmanuel and Aaron's relationship. Now, when Aaron and Emmanuel first got together, Emmanuel was in this state of depression because she had just sort of lost her twin brother. Spoilers, guys. I'm literally exposing my book. But her twin brother is Elijah and... No, sorry. Elliot. And... No, it is Elijah. Okay, excuse me for not knowing the name of my own character, but I've been debating on what his name was going to be changed at, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to put Elijah. And, well, Elijah is the twin brother, right? And he got into an accident with, uh, no, he got into an accident which his girlfriend at the time witnessed, and what happened was not only did he get hit by a train, he got hit by a train, and then because the his car was also nearby, both the train and the car smashed into him. 
I know, it's very vivid. That scene and chapter has not been published yet, so I'm just letting you know. So, because of that, Emmanuel was traumatized because she had seen it as well. And basically, Emmanuel fell soon into PTSD and depression. For those who don't know what PTSD is, it's post-traumatic stress disorder. And at the time, Aaron wanted to console her because he also had gone into depression. And for those who think I'm just saying this, I'm not. It will be going into depth about that in the prequel of this book, which has not been published, but it will be out eventually. But basically, their relationship is the exact type of scenario that most Wattpad books have, which infuriates me. A lot of what put I cannot speak, sorry, but a lot of Wattpad books uh, have this issue of turning something like anxiety, depression, PTSD, uh, ADHD, and stuff like that into and adding love into it and making it seem like love fixed everything. And that's not the case. Love doesn't fix nightmares. Love doesn't fi- fix scars scars don't heal they fade so that's what i wanted to write her light about i wanted to show how emmanuel and aaron's relationship crumbles which does happen because he almost um beats her to death that chapter has not been i cannot speak has not been published of today but it happens during their trip to Florida and it ends very badly and for those who think I'm just saying this once again it's a very serious subject and it actually happens and it's not like oh he hit her boom she's dead no it's more in depth of that and I'm not going to be talking about that today but eventually I will and on that trip one of the characters who is the MC actually is Dylan and Dylan is Liz who is Emmanuel's best friend, uh, is Liz's friend. And basically, Dylan comes into their dynamic and their life and somehow gets sucked into the relationship like a third wheel, sort of. And the thing is about Dylan is that he doesn't exactly have the best life either. First off, he got dragged into a secret society that steals and kills and assassinates a bunch of people because of his father and one of a former lover of his Flo uh died at the hands of him which I will go on about soon because she's not actually dead huge spoilers here guys I'm telling you but that's basically how it is so he has been through a lot of things as well Especially with his father leaving at a young age and then coming back into his life, making him do things that he doesn't want to do, like he owns him. So Dylan comes into the scenario, and at some point into the story, him and Emmanuel become friends. And during their Florida trip, Dylan just happens to be there with everybody else, other characters that that are not, I'm not saying they're not important, but they're not really important to the plot that I'm about to say. So... Like I was saying, Dylan is the one to find Emmanuel beaten in the hotel room. He helps her out and everything. And 
I won't go completely into depth about this because I don't want to completely spoil the book. But in the end, Dylan and, and Emmanuel form some kind of connection. However, no, it does not go how Emmanuel and Aaron's love story happened. See, one would expect for them to be together. However, the book actually does end of Dylan leaving because him and her being together is too dangerous because of the fact of what his father will do. And I'm pretty sure I will have around 40 chapters, but that's what happens. And the epilogue is them finding each other in the future. And that's the book. So what I'm trying to show in my book here is that love doesn't fix everything. That people have to learn how to heal themselves first. Like the true words of RuPaul... How are you going to love somebody? <sighs> sorry. You got to love somebody. I'm sorry. Hold on. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to get love somebody else? Those are his words. So if you can't love yourself, you're not going to be able to love somebody else. And loving yourself is being able to know that you're okay, to know that you love yourself. You love how, the way you look. And because of Erin's abusive actions, Emmanuel doesn't like the way she looks because she is painted with scars and bruises. But eventually she learns how to, and not with the help of Dylan, but that with the help of her actually wanting to. And of course, and I'm sorry if you guys can hear the noise, it's my terrible neighbors, but eventually she learns how to heal, and that's what I'm trying to portray in my book. So... I'm going to move on to the next thing now, but that's basically her life. So that's her life for you guys. So basically that's it. There's nothing, it's not a major thing, but that's the first book that I've written. And yes, it's not finished, but I've have, I have it planned out. I know what's going to happen and that's pretty much it. And the book currently, as of right now, it has 300 and, sorry, 3.3k views, 397 uh, votes, and 2.1k comments. And that's insane to me because I only have 14 chapters out. And it just makes me really happy. And the second book that I actually... And first, before I go to my second book, Her Light is actually a series of... And it's to love someone, to love someone series. And obviously, this is her light. The prequel for her light is called Their Pain. And then after that, uh, if I go in here, I'm so sorry. This is taking so long for me to explain. But it's their pain. So Emmanuel and Erin's story. Then it's her light, Emmanuel and Dylan's story. Her fall, Alexandre, which is another French name, and Axel's story. Her ace, Riley and Liam's story. And her QB, Violet and Grayson story. Now, I'm going to explain these books before you guys think they have the stereotypical names. And what I like about my, uh, the name of my series and the books is because it's very cliche. But once you read it, you'll be like, oh wow. Her fall is about grief and... 
uh, what's the word for I'm looking for? Denial. That's what her fall is about. See, I won't go into too much depth about it because it's not even out yet. But basically, this girl, Alexan, loses her boyfriend because he went into disappearance, right? Everybody assumes he's dead, but she gets text messages from him. And she's like, oh, he's still alive. And she's in doubt, uh, not doubt, sorry. Denial that he is actually really gone. And I won't go into depth about is he really gone or not. But that's basically her fall. And she has to learn that sometimes you have to let things go. Her ace is about... Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Why do I have... Right, okay, so her ace is about Riley who is a blind girl and basically it's just her trying to believe in her dreams again believe in her accomplishments trying to have a future for herself even though she gave up all hope once she got blind because she was not born with it it was due to an accident and it is also a story about how love can truly be blind because the society that we live in today is based on people who would judge a person defined on their looks and not their personality. And I will not lie to you right now. I am one of those people and I am ashamed of it. I will not lie to you. If I see somebody who I personally don't think is attractive, I will not date them. And it has stopped me from being into relationships that I could actually be in and people that I could actually see myself fall in love with like right now it happened and yet I denied them because of the way they look and I will not disagree with you if you think that is cool of me because I don't disagree because I should be thinking about their personality because those people that I met have the most amazing personality in the world and her ace is basically about that Riley being not the most attractive of people and being blind on top of that and then there's Liam who's very attractive and he he's trying to date her and blah 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 but it will go almost to death in that because Liam does also have a past and then her QB which is the last one of the series is about Violet who I think would be in her mid-20s ish is a previous dancer who had a huge future in dancing and dancing at this theater in Paris that I forgot the name. It's at the top of my tongue right now. But she had an accident once again, and she's now stuck in the wheelchair. And for those who are going to think, oh, her QB is going to be a quarterback wanting to dance, uh, who has to learn to dance to be better at football, the typical cliche. But the thing is, first off, my character has a disability and second off Grayson doesn't actually want to continue with football he wanted to be an artist or even something else that I'm gonna find I'm not sure what he wants to do yet but he doesn't want to do football and the thing is Violet's just gonna encourage him of trying other things and not doing what his father wants and what I like about the to love someone series is that every single one of my characters have something that makes them different because I don't like plain white cast because first off for those who didn't know yes I am black 
And if you are racist, go right ahead and stop listening to this podcast right now because I will not deal with uneducated people. But what I'm trying to say is that I absolutely love diverse books. And some of those authors I will mention right now, uh, Taz writes, her books are diverse. They have Arabic characters with Arabic religions, with the racism and how bland it can be shown. And it's absolutely beautiful, her writing. And there's a lot of other authors that I eventually will speak about in a different episode. Um, episode, uh, <laughs> episode four, which talks about all my favorite books and authors, which will be coming next week. But it's still the 21st. And yeah, so... I like I I read diverse books. I read non-white casts and that's what I'm trying to project. I don't want people to think that life is perfect. No, life is a journey. It's an adventure, but it also has its downfalls of pain, heartbreak, and sometimes you got to pick yourself up again to continue. If you don't make mistakes or if you never go through anything, how are you going to learn from those experiences? to be able to move on right so that's just basically my works for you and i will be ending today's episode with a huge shout out to all my friends Uh, you guys are so gonna hate me for this but we are gonna do a shout out right now give me one second i need to get my list but we are gonna do a shout out for all the people who have been supportive of me this podcast, uh, my works, and just ever since I joined Instagram. So we're going to start with Anne. Thank you. I love you so much. And I'm pretty sure she's going to be a part of one of the episodes. Mimi Mouse. Uh, Mimi, you're amazing. And your voice is literally the cutest thing ever. There's also... Uh, I'm so sorry. Um, pardon me if I'm saying this wrong, but Shruti. I can't really pronounce her name because of my accent, but she's, like, the best angel ever, and she's just so supportive. Then there's Eden, Victoria, Anam, 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 that's how you say it with the accent, Tasha, Skylar, Heather, um, Mari, Angela, Anaya, Rini, Dawn, Nikki, Donati, especially Nikki, um, CJ, a bunch of other people, um, oh my gosh, Rachel, uh, Z, um, Layla, Isabel, Kiana, Ani, Iman, and Fishy, and there's a lot of other people, Nikita, Ananya, um, Brie, Taz, Minnie, I can go all day. I will literally go all day. But there's a lot of people that I have to be thankful for. Because of this, I wouldn't be here without them. And I just want to thank you guys for listening to this extremely long episode. I prided myself for that. But I think that's all for today. Please don't forget to uh, give your thoughts about my book if you're going to read it. Or just this podcast in general. And please give... uh, 
please share this podcast because I want to reach as many webpad writers as possible because I know this is going to be extremely helpful, especially with the topics that I'm planning to talk about with me and some of my friends. The next episode will be, if I check it, I'm so sorry, but it's been so long. Next episode is called Just a Bit Toxic. We'll be going into the discussion of how Wattpad can be such a toxic place and not only with regular users such as I am but also with popular users and such. Thank you guys so much for um, listening. I uh, see you next time. All my links to my social medias are below. I'll see you. Bye. Yeah, it's just Wattpad.